You're now tuned into Mikey Check Mike check, Mike check, waifu, waifu, tell, is that you? And you know this, man. <laughs> What's up, brother? What's good, Barnfly? How you feeling? <sighs> I'm feeling good. I'm feeling good. This is uh, episode 72 of Mike check, waifu, waifu. Uh, as always, it's brought to you by Lou Complex. Make sure y'all go to LouComplex.com and use that offer code waifu. And check out guildflags.jp. For all things guild flags or, or anime flags to hang up in your backgrounds and such. Um, it's also brought to you by our Patreon producers. Chris Kennedy, Connor, Explicitly, Monique Williams, and Treesus. Thank y'all so much for supporting the show. We appreciate y'all so very much. Uh, shout out to uh, quite a few of our other patrons too that we're going to uh, talk about a little bit later on in the show with some dope questions they gave to us. Um, this is a big episode. This episode is big because we're doing... Uh, what I, you know, what I think is one of our staples of this show, and that's our reviews. Uh, hey. I'm excited about it because uh, we're reviewing uh, a slice of life, and I always enjoy when we review slice of life because that's my shit. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. But before we get into that, tell how you feeling, brother? Always good, man. Look, I always like to talk about how. I get all these vacation days and pull it on getting none. Mm-hmm. Um, so last week, obviously, I had vacation for my wife's birthday. This week, it was my as Alea, my daughter's first birthday. Um, so you know, I had a couple more days off of that. I've worked four actual days in the last two weeks, Jesus. so it was lit for me. Um, it was live, uh, you know, family time. It was great, but uh, you know, I'm still a dad, so. Off days still feel like work sometimes. Yeah, of course, you know, of course. Facts. But how you feeling, bro? Oh man, I'm I'm feeling great. I, I get ready to move uh, November second. Today is the 25th, the day we're recording this. But uh, I move November second, so I'm excited about that. Um, I have a different office space, a way smaller office space. But I think I'm okay with that. I think I'm okay with that. It's gonna be. Uh, but you got an extra room? Yeah, yeah. So it's like a little den area. Mm. Uh, it's two bad, two bedroom, two bath. So it's gonna be live. It's gonna be live. Um, I'm kind of looking forward to it. I just got my car detailed and needed it bad. My mm-hmm. car is back. It's brand new, damn near now. <laughs> <laughs> as far as any of the work goes, so I'm good. I'm good. And I got this fucking cough that I can't seem to get rid of. It's just a cough. I don't know where it's from or why it's even here, but. It's allergy season. That's probably exactly what it is. The second allergy season, you get the the yep. hey, it's spring allergy season, then you get the fall season. Yep. Especially and with this weather. Yeah, that's true. It's trash. It, and also, the air gets more dry during this time, so it yep. really messes with Joe. In Cleveland, it does. In Florida, it's still humid as fuck out here. That's exactly but, right. That's exactly right. It, that explains it all. I ain't lived there in so long, but I still know what it feels <laughs> like. All right, so. First thing I want to start off with on today's episode of my check waifu waifu is I got to give a shout out to uh to Blanime podcast uh 
amongst our podcast friends. They just did a, a podcast with a uh, unbothered Mike Sensei LaGlove, uh, Scuba Steve, and a uh, Goomba Goon or AKA Pat from a God Punch. Mm-hmm. That uh, that podcast was live because it was the uh, One Piece podcast because unbothered Mike uh, did you know what I did earlier this year and started One Piece and took that trip and they d- uh, decided to talk about it on that episode and I must say it brought up uh, a very strong conversation in the timeline. Yes, and, uh, that kind of rocked, rocked our little circle, you know, a little bit. It rocked it a little bit. Um, yeah, it's so funny thinking about it because it's hilarious looking at the timeline and and watching people react to the things I said about Luffy <laughs> and where he falls in as far as the main character of the big three in the ratings. We did this back when we did our Bleach review episode with Unbody mm-hmm. Mike and Spicy Lady. Um, we we rated the top three main characters of the of the big three. Did I, we do that with them, or I thought we did that no, before we had. No, it, we so. did that right before. You're right. You're right. The week before that, we did that. Um, yeah. But I had Naruto first, Ichigo second, and Luffy third. Tell had yeah. Luffy first, Naruto second, and, and Ichigo third, and Ichigo third. Now, a lot of people didn't like that. They feel like Luffy is first. I want to talk to somebody who I trust to understand why do you believe Luffy is first? Now I already talked to you about it on Twitter. So this is kind of repeating what you said there, but I kind of wanted to put it on paper to put it on record even more so on why you feel Luffy is first. So, so you want me, all right, here, here's the thing. Um, so I'm not saying Luffy is like definitively like the best character of the big three or mm-hmm. anything like that. I'm saying he is the character that I vibe with. He's the one I like the most, right? If I was going to say who's definitively the best of the three, I got to do a little bit more time to like yeah, look at it and break it down. But I vibe with Luffy the most. And the reason is, is because I feel like if I'm in an anime world like Luffy is, I'm going to act like Luffy, not necessarily the stupid way. Right. But like, I want I want the the freedom that he has. You know, that's what he that's what he says from like episode like two, is that to be the pirate king is like the ultimate freedom, and that's what they do when they told the story of Gold D. Roger, uh, was the fact that him being pirate king meant he could do whatever he wanted to, and the mystery of of One Piece and what was there was like you get there, you collect it, you literally shake up the world and you are the most famous, you, you, there's no one who can stop you. And, and the thing I, I vibe with the most about Luffy is that yes, he has a goal in mind, but ultimately, like, if you look at how the world of One Piece is, Luffy is a villain, 100%. 100%. He's a villain. But at what point have we looked at Luffy's morals in terms of like his friends and stuff as wrong? Like nothing he's ever done in terms of like how he defends his friends, uh, stands up for them, how he saves people who have no relation to him. Like never have we looked at him and said, you know what, Luffy is a shitty person. It, it gives you that uh, duality that a villain can actually be, you know, on the good side of things. Uh, now, I really vibe with that with Luffy, especially for his ability to never just straight up, just never give up. And also, I do like those times when he just got bodied, when like he he never had like a demon or something inside of him to like pull up and say, you know what, Luffy got this. 
<laughs> I don't know about that. Well, the the one thing he had that that blew us back was obviously the uh, Conqueror's hockey, but still, um, Luffy is just the one I vibe with the most. He has the most relation to like how I feel in general. Right. Uh, I ride or die for my friends and family. That's just what it is. And I, I think I've said this since like maybe like sixth grade before I even met Polo. Uh, was that like anyone that I consider friends and family? I will fight the world for you, regardless of what the situation is. I even said it on the timeline. Yeah. Only person who can have a take on the timeline that I'm going to defend, <laughs> no matter how bad it is, is going to be Polo. I don't care how bad it is. As long as he don't say Yamcha was a saying, I'm riding with Polo. It's relative. I might not agree, not agree with it, but that's all I'm saying. Yeah, but a bad a bad take is a quote unquote bad take is relative. I I literally whenever I see oh that's just a bad take on the timeline, I throw that shit out the window. It's like you <laughs> if you ain't got nothing more to say, then it's just a bad take. You right. I, I don't want to hear it. Get out of here. Uh, but <laughs> what I am going to say to this to be a quote unquote devil's advocate, I guess if you will, devil fruit advocate. Um, Do it, devil fruit advocate. <laughs> That's the name of this podcast. I'm just joking. <laughs> Devil's Fruit Advocate. Uh, he, he um, Luffy, he doesn't offer much of anything. Now, before I, let me preface this by saying I like Luffy. I love One Piece, period. I love all the big three, point mm-hmm. blank, flat out. Luffy is a dope character, but he doesn't offer much as far as substance. And I'm all about substance. I've been about substance literally my entire anime watching career. Like, yes, I enjoyed dragon ball z for the lack thereof when it comes to the substance but that was when i was young and dumb and under and didn't understand what anime can bring um so with luffy his uh his motives and like you said he is a villain his motives bore me to tears like i want to be able to do anything i want to become the pirate king so i could do whatever i want cool i respect it that's cool but that's boring as fuck you literally you literally said that he does anything for his friends to protect his friends. I don't believe that to be true. Now, the reason why I say that to be, I don't believe that to be true is because he put himself into situations to where he's go out doing his own fucking thing constantly fighting, probably the biggest and strongest bad, badass in the world, quote unquote, believing that his friends can handle themselves, but they be fucking struggling. Um, I mean, <laughs> they be struggling. They get their ass whooped. 99% of the time, you got people like Usopp, who's not as strong. You got people like uh, Chopper, who's not as strong. And even Nami, she's not as strong as, as they are. She doesn't have, you know, the capabilities that they do. But she just, he's like, yo, I'm going to go, I'm going to go fight the fucking strongest while y'all handle, take care of it. You know, I see that so much in one piece that it, it irks me. Because if you're there for your homies, for your friends, or, you know, you know whoever you're there for, then you're going to be there for them. You're not going to just fucking go off, start wars by yourself and and move and like and move and move alone. Basically, you basically move alone for 90 percent of the series of what I've watched so far, which is only five hundred and thirty nine episodes. I'm sorry. That may not be enough to some of you. But to me, <laughs> I, I feel like I've seen enough to know that he constantly does this and it and it irks me to all hell. And I think that's a part of his fucking stupidity that I can't stand. I can't stand that he all he needs to do is eat, and that is his fucking ass pool. Give me some meat, and I'm good to go. Like I don't, I don't believe that to be. He was all the way back up. Yeah, I don't, I don't believe that to be substance, and that's okay. I still think he's a dope character. He's a funny character. He's a fucking rider. Like he, he th- like he throws hands. 
But to me, it's not all about throwing hands. So that that's just my my take on it. Yeah. I still think he's a dope character, though. He's super unique, super like creatively written as a dumb yeah. character. Unlike Goku, Goku is just you know stupid. But so, he's he's more unique. Questions: What uh, <laughs> what is he lacking in terms of substance that like Ichigo or Naruto has? Oof! Glad you asked. Ichigo. Let's break down Ichigo. His substance is literally, I'm here to protect my friends and family, kind of like One Piece, right? Mm-hmm. But his is, I don't give a fuck about leadership. I don't give a fuck about the king of the world shit. I don't give a fuck about none of that. <clears throat> it's just about my family. If my family is good, I don't need to do anything. I'm fine. And that's all I'm here to do. I'm here to protect, uh, what is it, Kawakura Town? Mm-hmm. I'm here to protect Kawakura Town, and that's it. And with his, uh, with his characteristics... The way he grow throughout Bleach was has just been extremely impressive to me. And I talk about this all the time with Naruto. It's a maybe it's a nostalgic thing with me growing up with Naruto and just loving that series to death. But from where he came from, the way he started, I'm going to be Hokage to prove everybody wrong. I am I am more than useless, like the town believe that I am. Then that evolved from that to I want to be the reason for peace type of Hokage. I want to be the one to make sure my new found friends and family in the city is safe. And that, that spoke to me a lot more than just, you know, the story in between that obviously spoke more to me than just, I want to be Hokage or I want to be Pirate King or I want to, I guess Ichigo didn't really have any long-term goals, but that's what, I guess that's why I vibe with him more because he was more realistic and down to uh, earth for lack of, of better words. But that that is way more substance to me than just I want to be pirate king because I want to be free and I'm going to put everybody in danger to do so. So what if I tell you Luffy did do the same exact thing, though? But well, the only difference is he did put like he put his friends in danger, like you said. But Luffy in several different parts of the show. But his he, but, but what's his goal? I just want to be free. Yeah, he wants to be the pirate king. Which it comes with a lot more than like freedom, right? So like when we first when we first meet Luffy, we first kind of find out about the Pirate King. You're right; it's 100 selfish. His goal is is selfish even to this day. But it it came from Luffy saying, "I want to be Pirate King" and having no allies, right? He was by himself and just mm-hmm. said, "I'm going to be Pirate King." He goes out. He meets Zoro. Now, 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 I'm sorry to put a pause right there. We're just a little just a little pin in that. Why did he find Zoro? Why did he want Zoro to be a part of his crew? Because he seemed strong. That's selfish. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sorry. I but but he that. also saved Zoro's life. Mm-hmm. Um, which, I mean, and none of his crew decided they wanted to roll with him just because Luffy said, hey, you rolling with me, right? Like, his entire crew well, uh, rolled Brooke with did. Luffy. Brooke, Brooke was like, okay. <laughs> but, like, Luffy's, uh, Luffy's entire crew all have sentimental moments as to why they joined the crew, right? None of the none of them joining the crew was was like BS. All of the reasons he gained his crew, like Pirate King, Luffy wanted to be Pirate King when started was like the same thing as like go, not Naruto wanted to be Hokage, but not for the same exact reasons, right? Mm-hmm. It started off with Luffy's being selfish and Naruto's being selfish. he wants to be yeah, it's, it's still selfish, but he wants right. to be noticed, right? Mm-hmm. Luffy doesn't really care to be noticed; he just wants the freedom of being Pirate King, right? But it went to where Luffy is now fighting against slavery, um, discrimination, 
and people who are being powerless and and like uh, social social economic issues and all, all these different things are on his path to being pirate king. And Luffy's not just like he he is this one dimensional character in terms of what 100%. his actual goal is, but his actions are way more than one dimensional. His his goal supersedes that that one dimensional level that you see mm-hmm. um, on the ground on the surface. You know, it, yeah. it's much more than that. And that's why his stupidity is why I bring to the forefront. I can bring Goku's stupidity to the forefront for various reasons as well. Goku's still trash to it's, this day. It's, it's, just, <laughs> it's just pure trash. Luffy's stupidity is he runs into this not for the sake of I want to change slavery and the discrimination and all the shit that goes on in the world of the pirate world. I'm running into this because it just happened to pop up on my journey to become Pirate King. And that's why I say everything that you're talking about makes 100% sense from us as viewers watching it. But for him as a main character, the way he's written, the way he plays out, the way he's acted out, none of that matters. He don't he don't set shit in motion for it to not be slavery anymore. Motherfucker, the, the motherfucking dragon people going to come, the celestial dragon people going to come right back. Like there's... Yeah. There, now there's, when he popped off... When he popped off on that celestial dragon, it wasn't just for like his own well being. He popped off on the celestial dragon because of how shitty they were being to everybody. One hundred percent, he did, he did. But does he change anything? I mean, his you actions know. have changed the entire world as he moves. Like, and that's that's one thing that I did see on the timeline that kind of like made sense, right? Like, the Naruto world, it didn't necessarily react to Naruto until the end of the series, right? Like, Naruto it's, it's didn't for that. It is. You're right. It's, it's way too big for that. The the One Piece world, though, is fucking huge. And I mean, when I say huge, it's it's bigger than the Naruto world, for sure. Yeah. But the world reacts to Luffy every every single like art. Luffy is doing something that changes the world itself, not just the world changing Luffy. The Luffy, the, the world does change Luffy for sure. But like when you go through Marine Ford, Thriller Bark, um, Argon, was it Arlong's Isle, Island? Um, when you go through uh, Wano, um, Whole Cake, all of these different places in the world, they changed because Luffy came there and did something, did something wild. He did something. And whether it was because like he beat Doflamingo and stopped the production and abuse of children. Uh, because he wasn't rocking with it in the the torture and destruction of this island. There's a lot of different things. I haven't even that, there yet. I don't even know what that is. I, I'm not, I wasn't trying to spoil it for you, but <laughs> I'm just saying the world reacts to Luffy in One Piece, which is a huge series. It's hard mm-hmm. to believe that a, a world that big, every time Luffy does something, it actually changes the world. He's a supernova for a reason. Um, yeah, but I don't, but, that doesn't make him interesting though. No, I that agree makes, with you. That makes the world of One Piece interesting. I, I agree with you entirely phenomenal. on that. <laughs> like, I, I, like, I would never discount One Piece's world, story, mm-hmm. other characters outside of Luffy. Luffy's just, to me, a selfish main character with simplistic ideologic, ideological ideas that just don't fucking rock with me. I want to be Pirate King because I want to do what I want. Yes, mm-hmm. the world is, is, is evolving around what, what he does, but it still hasn't changed. At least 539 episodes in, and maybe it, it does later. I don't know. But it still is the same stu- stupid ass. I'm going to eat meat to get full health. I'm going to fucking live my best life. 
oh, y'all in danger? Well, let me go take care of the big bad so y'all ain't got to worry about that. But y'all can handle yourself with the other bads that are just as bad as the big bad. Like that. <laughs> not as bad as the big bad. But yeah, you, no, he's normally, he it's normally he not. <laughs> He'd be just dipping the fuck out. Like, okay, all right. I mean, but they, they pull through. Yeah. That's all that matters. Yeah, they do. They, pull they do. Somehow. Half dead. They pull through. Right. <laughs> Absolutely right. <laughs> they do pull through. His crew, though, his crew is some of the live is like side characters of any show. Like they're shitting on Naruto's uh, like side I, characters. I don't know about that entirely. They are. They are. They are. Uh, who, who, uh, who is not? The Who's only that? issue, the only issue with, with Naruto's side character is that they don't develop them as much, right? Like the only side characters that's really developed are like Shikamaru. Sakura. Yeah, Shikamaru. Like Rock Lee ain't really that developed. We don't even know Rock Lee's parents. Right. Like how is that a thing? That's what I'm saying. Well, the world of One Piece does that so much better than Naruto. They, Naruto does villains better, I think. I don't. I didn't. I still. Nah, nah. You're right. They, I don't, they, they villains are demons. Don't yeah. They, <laughs> I, they, the only, uh, One Piece has some demons, but I don't really care about their like the demons in in One Piece because their motives are basic too. Yeah. The biggest demons. The biggest demons in One Piece are definitely going to be uh, Doflamingo. <laughs> Cause I think if you when you make it there, you're gonna be like, okay, Doflamingo's a fucking demon. I can already tell. Uh, Kaido, and it, I don't even know if Kaido's actually a demon. Kaido's just mad fucking strong. Oh, but, the, the 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 lava dude that killed Ace. Mm-mm. Oh, that's uh, that's a Kano. A Kano, okay. Yeah, because uh, I mean, technically, he's not really a villain. He's doing his job. He's a marine. Yeah, true. But you know, he a villain to our our main guy. But, <laughs> Kaido is a villain, um, but actually, I don't even know if he's actually demon level. But Kaido's a monster. Fucking, I'm not. If, I'm not if, there if yet. If demon though. was power level, yeah, he's not there yet. He okay. got like 400 episodes. Jesus. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we're not counting filler, obviously, mm-hmm. but you know, you know how that should go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, but like we said, 589 episodes ain't enough to know if Luffy is a good character or not, bro. You gotta, you gotta watch more. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You're right. You're absolutely right. Now that that's probably what I, I see a lot of, like you know, the manga readers, you know, screaming. That's a bad take. That you know that shit they do uh, with no substance. Just just give me substance. Give me more. Tell me why I'm wrong. I'll listen. I don't. If I'm wrong, I'll say, oh, you know what? You're right. Is he a better character than Naruto for me? No. <laughs> but I'll let you know if you're right or not. I mean, you know, if you're right, you're right. I don't care. Man, it- and I don't, I don't think I can say Luffy is a better character than Naruto in terms of like who is the actual better developed character. Like it, I think Luffy has a lot right? of really good development. Yeah, it is preference, but I think Luffy had a lot of really good development in terms of the world and the scheme of One Piece. Mm-hmm. But Naruto, Naruto to me came from the ghetto, yeah, exactly, <laughs> and was like, "I'm the fucking president, bro." Yep. Like yep. you know, that's basically that. what Naruto did. So in my mind, I'm like. I can't necessarily just say Luffy is a better character. I think, you just I think in terms in terms of who the struggle, like let's say if we talk about who had a struggle and who came up, like Ichigo got the least struggle. Yeah, yeah. And then so we talking about that, but Ichigo still had a ton of character development in terms of like actual power. Mm-hmm. But in terms of how the characters change, Luffy's personality never really changed. He mm-hmm. just was like, okay. I have to handle things differently in terms of like, I can't just get beat up. Right. I got to be strong enough to make sure 
I make it through so my crew can make it through. So, see, you start. Ichigo kind of had that same mentality. Yeah. But Naruto came from the gutter gutter to ghetto and came, (laughs) became like, hey, I'm here. Now you understand my concept behind the theory of what I'm saying when I say he he likes substance. He's not, he's kind of boring. And and again, it's not boring in a sense of meaning the, the show or him as a whole is bad. Because I still don't think that. I would never think that because that's the reason why I gave that show. In just one month, by the way, I watched 539 episodes in one month because I wanted to I wanted to watch it. I wanted to experience. I wanted to join that Luffy journey. You know what I'm saying? I was ready. Mm-hmm. Got on my nerves a few times, but I was with it. And I'm still with it. I'm going to give back to it eventually. But like, understand that I don't hate Luffy. I don't hate One Piece. I, again, the big three itself are fucking great. So, but if you did hate Luffy in One Piece, guess what? That's your right, bro. Yeah, yeah, like you yeah. have the right to hate Luffy if you want to. True. Granted, I might think, "Wow, that's weird." That's crazy. Luffy. Yeah, no, that's <laughs> and you will be right because that is but, crazy. But I'm gonna be real with you. Yeah. Like I'm gonna defend you on that take. If you think Luffy trash, I'm yeah, gonna be no. like, my my bro said he trash. There's no way I can he say. don't like Luffy. There's Luffy no ain't got enough. He ain't got enough common sense. If if you watch One Piece, you know damn well Luffy ain't trash. That is a fact. <laughs> he ain't trash, but you know he's not my favorite. I uh, get it. Uh, let's uh let's go to Twitter real quick and uh, talk talk to some of these questions real quick. I know we watched a lot of stuff this week. I watched a few new things that I wanted to talk about. Maybe we'll get to that if we got a little bit of time. But we just spent twenty five minutes on on that, and I think it was deservingly so. Whole Twitter. Gotta look this up real quick because I saw one Twitter question I did not know the answer to. Go ahead. Oh, you want me to ask the Twitter question? Oh, no. I I mean, okay. I I found it already. I already got it. I already got it pulled up. So I'm ready. I just, I got my answer ready. Let's do it. What was the question? Because I want to know what you're talking about now. It was the Sonic Slushy. Go to Sonic Slush. Mm. (laughs) Shout out to, shout shout out to double underscore Rob J. <laughs> he said, uh, what's your go to slushy at Sonic? Oof, man, it's been so long since I've been to Sonic, bro. Since we since I worked in Parma actually. At that uh right. that T Mobile. I don't even fucking remember. I come home sometimes and Modi just ordered Sonic, mm. like had it brought here, and I just be like, Bet I love you. Yeah, yeah right. Damn slushy. My baby. <laughs> All right, what's yours? Um so it's the nerds, but with the cherry limeade. Mm. I ju- I used to fuck with just a cherry limeade when I was back in Texas, actually. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Oh yeah, I remember that. With my, uh, I was staying with my father for a summer, uh, because he's in the military, so we was on Fort Hood in Colleen, Texas, and we used to always get Sonic, even though it was like a fifty-five minute drive or whatever it was, <laughs> some ridiculous shit like that. And the cherry limeades was was what we would always get, and nothing else. So good. I'm with you. So on that's that. that's you rocking with Cherry Limeade. Yeah, Cherry Limeade for sure. For My sure. man, Cherry Limeade is always a banger, bro. Man, listen, you can't go wrong. I ain't know they had it with the nerds joint though. You gotta ask for it, like oh. you know, oh, it's I just see. sliding nerds into a Cherry Limeade. It ain't like it's a big deal. <laughs> True. All right, the homie at Prince A Law at Prince underscore A Law. Uh, let me know if I'm saying that name wrong. I'm terrible with names. I'm sorry, by the way, bro. But he, he gives me an option. He, gives, he got a couple of questions here, by the way, so we're going we gonna to rock with all of them. Gives me an option. No beliefs or JoJo? I uh, have to pick one. I mean, I think the answer is obvious. It's and so I'm, obvious. I'm only, I'm only three, four episodes in on one. 
no, no bleeds, yeah. no bless, no bleeds. However you want to say it. Panda yeah. told me yesterday it was no bless, but I'm gonna say no bleeds, whatever, because it's an E at the end. It's an but, e at the end, yeah. No, no bless. I'm I'm rocking with that one. Yeah, I'm Easy. me too. It's I don't you don't even have to ask me that crazy ass question. Fuck JoJo. Um <laughs> I'm not saying that, but no, I ain't made it past I ain't finished season one yet because it's like a, a hard pill to swallow. That's just too much. Uh, you cannot tell me people out here writing on a chalkboard like, okay, this is what you got to do. You watch this overarching story review on YouTube, and you go to season two, but you skip part three of season two. Like, I know, I'm, I'm good. I'm good. No, thank you. Not interested. It's, it's now blessed. That's how you spell it. Now nope. bless. Okay. All right. Interesting. Uh, Quadre, aka uh, Saphir. Or S A A F I R says, uh, "What's the weakest? Uh, is this the weakest anime season in a while?" No, no, absolutely not. Uh, Especially because we got Jujutsu Kaisen. Easy, yeah. This, um, Fire Force is still rolling. Yes, this is such an easy question because I can tell you exactly what the weakest is right now. Just give me two seconds because I had to pull it up, but I, I minused it. It's was, um, I think it was was it Winter twenty twenty? Yes, heading into spring. That, that shit. Winter 2020. Winter 2020 is the one I had Darwin's Game Inspector, which both of those I love. But everything else around that shit was... Q was obviously goaded. Yeah, um, but, you know, we didn't watch it because yeah, we're not yeah. doing half seasons. We got to watch the whole thing. Yeah, especially that one. Uh, Toilet Bound Hanukkah Coon was cool, but it was cool. Mm-hmm. And then you had shit like Plunderer, uh, Trash, uh... <laughs> Infinite Dendrogram, which is awful, which we never finished, which we got to. Pet was terrible. I couldn't get past the first episode. Uh, and the rest of the shit, I just didn't watch. So it just wasn't, it just wasn't worth it. It wasn't hidden. That was probably actually like the worst season since we've been recording this podcast. That's true. That's true. Uh, ID Invaded was decent, but it would just end up being decent. Mm-hmm. The best thing that came out besides High Q and uh, I mean, shit, Made in Abyss movie came out, but we still ain't get that movie yet. Yeah, it's not for us. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, that's yeah. No, that winter twenty twenty was terrible. I agree. Or last year, it's you know you know how winter works. Winter yeah. twenty nineteen into twenty twenty. And then, you know, <laughs> that shit was not good. Oh, uh, shit. What else we got? Um, let's see. Huh? Let's see. Huh? Uh, Vash says, out of the four seasons of anime this year, uh, which one was the weakest to you? It's the same question. Yeah. Same thing. Yep. 2019 winner, for sure. Or 2019 slash 2020. Yeah, the second question, didn't he? Oh, yeah. The second question is for, uh, for, uh, my team romantic comedy snafu. What's your oh, favorite okay. part and season? We'll talk about that during the review mm-hmm. on the second half of the show. I like that oh, question, my boy. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good question. The ten ways at the ten ways says, uh, "What is the best non-shonen battle anime this season?" Also, is Kikyo a better, <laughs> better as a literal tree? <laughs> so why can't we just get Kagome as an actual tree? She is because Kikyo is better. Kikyo is just better. Oh, better overall character than Kagome? Yes. I, don't, oh. I, only, I only say she was better because she didn't have to train to be something. Like, when we first meet Kikyo, Kikyo was like already a priestess. Yeah, she did her thing. 
she was like, hey, Inuyasha, I'm going to pin you to a tree and seal your power. Straight up. From the jump. And then we got Kagome. Yeah, one of the strongest half demons. She fucking just pinned his ass. Um, fuck. What is the best non-shonen battle anime this season? That one's tough. Let's just pull up that damn anime list again. I'm really fucking enjoying. I know... Uh, Maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later, but I'm really fucking enjoying, uh, um, what is it called? Our Last Crusade. Well, that too, but no, I was leaning more towards uh, uh, Tony Kawa. I'm really okay. enjoying Tony Kawa. I'm really enjoying uh, By the Grace of Guys too. That super wholesome ass Isekai. Not shown in battle though. Akudama Drive. No. You watched most, uh, yeah, wouldn't it be considered show? I don't nah, know. Nah, I watched the most recent episode, yeah. Yeah, it should. Still super average. Uh, Yeah, I think our last cruise. Well, that's shown it too. What the fuck am I thinking? Um, And it, and it has battle too. Barely. So far. Yeah, I'm going to go with uh, Tony Cowell. I like that shit. Mmm. Oh, and he also said that last season was weak. I'm going to have to t- 10 ways. Listen, you because he responded to uh, Safir's question. That's just not true. Last season, yes, it did bring his God of High School, which is awful. But it had ReZero, the start of Fire Force, Rent a Girlfriend, Matin Romantic Comedy Snafu, Climax, Misfit Demon King, Sword Art Online, uh, Decadence. I mean, you had the Violet. Yeah, yeah, yep. You had the Violet Ever Evergarden movie. Like, I mean, their last season was was fire. Is it wrong to pick up girls in a dungeon? That that is, is that shown in? For sure, for sure. Mm. For sure. Then I'm just gonna I mean because all of this seems very shonen esque. Yeah, yeah. If we look at all the battle anime. Um, I think that last episode of Our Last Crusade kind of put it over the top for me. So I'm going to rock with that one. Okay. Okay. Clean. Yeah. That was a good question, 10 ways. We appreciate you. What? <laughs> tell. Please tell Polo to pick up My Hero Manga. Nope. Polo. Nah. Polo. Uh-uh. Uh, hey, Polo. I know it's hitting. Polo. And I trust you and Rob. Pick up the My Hero Academia Manga. Can't do it. Sorry. Love y'all. Or pick up the My Vigilante manga. Mm, I'm good. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I tried, y'all. Y'all heard it. Now, <laughs> in relevance to the question we just asked from 10 Ways, who is your favorite non-traditional MC? Mine is the uh, true gender equality general uh, Kuzuma from Konosuba. And that's from uh, 9-2, the homie. Who's your, your favorite non-traditional MC? Fuck. I, I mean, what do we consider a non-traditional? I know, like that's that's the like real question. Non-battle shonen anime, or are we talking about like outside of like the battle anime field? Because that's easy, if that's the case. Because things like My Tyrannic Comedy Snafu is technically Hachiman. a shonen. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hachiman. Uh, fucking, oh my God. Uh, Subaru from ReZero. Yeah, because if I had to say my favorite MC would be Rokuro from Twin Star Exodus. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But Hachiman 
I do. I really fucking like him. Indeed. Like, so I'm, I'm going to say Hachiman. Indeed. We we agree there. And that's not just because we were reviewing it. Hachiman is truly a dope mate, MC. He, I just vibe with him. Yeah, man. <laughs> yeah, I am him. Hachiman. <laughs> I, dude, I said that from the moment I watched this shit. Like, you... His monologues are some of the best probably in anime, man. His internal monologues are goaded, seriously. Um, <laughs> uh, spoiler Steve. Shout out to Spoiler Steve for spoiling Skyler on Cowboy Bebop as well. Spoiler Steve 2.0. Jesus Christ, Steve. Fuck, man. Take off those socks. Um, <laughs> favorite starter Pokemon <laughs> out of all the gens. Favorite starter. Go ahead, Paul. You first. Might as well forever be uh, Torchit for Blaziken. Such a good choice, too. Yeah, that's my boy or girl, whatever I get. My favorite, and I, I hate to say it because I've always been the fire starter. Fucking Froki. Yep, for Greninja. <laughs> I just don't understand how anything is better than that. <laughs> He's so fucking good, bro. Something He's about fighting and fire vibes with me, though. Don't, don't look. I love Infernape. I love I love Infernape, Embor. I love yeah. uh, Blaziken. I love Charizard. Yeah, yeah. I love Charizard every single. Too. I love Finnegan. I I love every single fire starter out, bro. Yeah. Yeah. Except for Incineroar. I don't really like him. Who's Incineroar again? He's a he's the giant black and red panther. Oh no, yet I'm good. He looks stupid. Who wrestles? He got a, a wrestling belt that's yep. fire. Kind of trash, but I mean, he good for VGC. Yeah, uh, I guess that's it. Is that it for the questions? Yeah, we got the one for the second half of the show. All right, tell this. Anything we want to discuss before we go to our question and roll into our break? Uh Anything you watched this week that really caught your eye? Not really caught my eye, but uh, I wanted to say uh, Higurashi. <laughs> yeah. I, I only watched the first episode, but bruh. Yeah. So I went into this shit because Dexter, my boy, Thor Django, y'all don't know him on Twitter, but I'm trying to get him on Twitter. My He's boy Dexter, he was like, uh, yo, you got to watch fucking Higurashi now. Stop yes. all the bullshit you're doing. Watch Higurashi. Yes. And I was like, okay. He yes. was like, I don't know if it's a remake or whatever, but I've already watched the old one and that shit is dark. And I was like, it looks really pretty and cute to me. So I don't know what to expect here. <laughs> you get into the, you turn it on that first episode and you see somebody getting body bagged, basically. Yep. I'm like, what is going on here? I watched the original so long ago that I didn't remember that I watched it until I watched this. I'm like, oh yeah, I remember this. This is awful. But- it, Not awful isn't bad, but you know what I'm saying. But I'm just like, yo, this is how it starts. This is where you pick up at. Yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. Um, but just overall, the progression of the of the episode is very slice of life-ish, right? It's like, oh, this is a slice of life anime. It's very subtle and calm. But the one thing that consistently made me feel uneasy was the music. The music never was like just 100 percent like happy. Yeah. Like it was, it wasn't bad. Like it didn't make you feel like the music was not like a happy song, yeah. but it was still like some unease. Like there was like a, a minor note or something in there every time that was like, this song is still a little twisted. Just so you know. And I was like, yo, this shit is 
kind of crazy. Like, cause I had that like chill vibe, like like there was a chill that could go through my spine at any point in time, just from the music. The artwork, I think it's intentionally like, it looks like that intentionally until shit gets dark. Cause when, at the end of the episode, when it got dark and you see the girl kind of standing there with the knife or like blade in her hand, it got like, I was like, yo, that actually looks really fucking good. Like they they switched the whole art style of it, made it look like sharper, less childlike. Yeah, I'm excited as fuck to watch more. I can't wait to. <laughs> get, I think it's on four now. Uh, yeah, yeah. I, I just watched four, uh, like yeah. yesterday or something like that. Man, oof, boy, it's yeah, it's just as dark as I remember for sure, for fucking sure. Anything caught your eye? Um, this most recent episode of our last crusade was fire. Yes. I enjoyed it a lot. I, I love the way this is doing this story because it's starting off like, okay, we're going to give you a little, little bit of action at the beginning show you what it's about. Then they do the slice of life spin that I just, I actually ship. Like, they selling Destiny and I'm kind of liking it. I'm kind of liking the way they selling the Destiny because, again, this is not a character that's so bad at romance that it doesn't feel right. Um, It... It, it feels good. It feels good, especially with this most recent episode. So I'm looking mm-hmm. forward to it getting further. You know what I was disappointed in this week, though? What? I'm standing on a million lives. That's becoming... Really? Yeah. That's becoming uh, a little less good to me. I haven't... I didn't watch this latest episode, but why Why was it... Why did it stand, like, stand down? Like, why did it go down for you? It, it's like... He got another roll. He got another spin of the wheel, but it didn't mm-hmm. feel as um, as earned as it did, you know, in the previous episodes. It's kind of like they kind of rushed through it, and he got another power. Uh, the trend is continuing. It's a shitty power, but it's not as shitty as it could be. But you what see, was it. this one, okay. this one was a it was a monster went from a chef to a. Yeah, he went from a farmer to a chef to a, uh, they call it a monster wizard or some shit like that. Creature wizard. Like, like a timer, tamer. It's kind of, but all it did was lower down his main stats and give him the ability to pursue, my, to persuade monsters. Um, But like, it wasn't like a, a control type of persuade. It was like a, hey, this guy's attacking you. Look out and he'll fall for it type shit. You know, it wasn't like a, it wasn't like a big deal. That's horrible. Yeah, it That's was absolutely horrible. Ayasha Hime, uh, yeah, still, I, still Ayasha. Yep, I'm still liking Inunasha and Kagome's daughter the most out of um, all of out of this. What do you feel about Akudama Drive? Because I, I, I personally feel like this episode showed that they could possibly increase like the the mental capacity of this anime but really? it wasn't it wasn't 100 percent there yeah i just feel like, like it was they were doing a cheap oceans is 11 trick you know how they how they have a heist going on and then they try to explain what they talked about mm-hmm. okay so what about this and then it's they're acting it out at the same time that they're like you know flashbacking to the conversation that they had i would rather them plan it out first and then just Act. execute yeah then execute because that shit just seemed cheap it's a cheap way of, of doing storytelling that has been done a hundred times before 
that, that I feel didn't work out right. I guess the only cool part was the swindler happened to, to go inside the uh, the train mm-hmm. and open the door for the, the courier, and he said, perfect, and that was it. It's like nothing here to this show whatsoever. I'm not... Right. I did like the explanation for the uh, executioner, so yeah, that they like the the judge and the prosecutors yeah. and everything, and they're also the only ones strong enough to fight the Akudama. Yeah, that was yeah, that was a piece of growth that I wasn't expecting to get. That's true, but it wasn't like like they could have. I guess they could have built off of that better. Yeah, like you know what makes you an Akudama, you know. Are all Akudama strong, or are they just like a lot of them hackers? Because from what I see, all the Akudama seem to be formidable, except for the swindler. And well, she's not one. She's just yeah, the, faking the it criminal to make dude. It. Yeah, yeah. I don't understand. It, it doesn't make sense. It's again, there for you know the people who want to see cool stuff. I guess it lacks substance yeah. though. All right, let's, uh, we're going to take this quick break, and when we come back, we're going to review My Team Romantic Comedy, Stafu, the series. What's Wait, up? Gotta the, do question. the question, I'm tripping. Okay. All right, for those of you that don't know, we have a segment before we go into our breaks to, uh, to get to know my chick wife, waifu. We roll a random number generator uh, and answer the question associated with a number that pops up on a random number generator. And... uh. Tells rolling the random number generator, I think, right? Mm-hmm. Let's do it. You ready? Yes, sir. Nine. Oh shit. <laughs> Who's your favorite anim anime animal? Greninja? Nope. Nope. Uh oh. Oh. Anime animal. I, I need you to play this song in the background. Uh oh. As soon as I say this. It's ham ham time. I'm never doing that. No. <laughs> you can put it in the trailer. <laughs> ham, ham Taro is the goat, bro. Ham Taro. Is that the only reason why you put this question in this document? <laughs> Just nah. so you can say Ham Taro? Nah, that's not. But, you know, Ham Taro is honestly the goat. He's too cute. Ham Taro. Um, I guess. If I had to choose my favorite, it, it would be Hamtaro for sure. But okay. like, yeah, I just like Hamtaro. I, don't, I, don't, I ain't got nothing else. What's your favorite anime animal? Don't say the uh, Chimera from Full Metal Alchemist. Come on, man. Come on, man. Why would I do that? I'm not a savage. Uh, you sure? You a savage? I am. Kind of, I'm, I'm savage. Savage I'm, response. I'm the villain of this podcast, apparently. That's um, not true. <laughs> I'm the villain. Uh, yeah, right. <laughs> um, let me see. Animals. The cat from uh, my roommate is a cat. There you go. Yeah, that's a fucking fantastic show. If you haven't seen that, Slice of Life is dope. I love it. Uh, but that cat is 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 pretty dope. It just literally popped into my head. It like flashed up. I'm like, oh shit, the cat from uh, my roommate is a cat. Still. All right, we're going to take this quick break. And when we come back, the review. Boom.
Welcome back to episode 72 of Mike Check Waifu Waifu, where we review my team romantic comedy snafu. Ooh, but, that rhymes. I don't know, it was rhymes so well. But before we get to that, um, there was one more question that I didn't want to miss from uh from uh Sam the manga man. I believe he uh he's yeah, he's with anime lately. Shout out to anime lately. Um <laughs> his question is what is the best opening this season and the best ending this season? Which my answer is easy. It's already set in stone. The best opening is Tony Kawa. Okay. Over the Moon with you or something like that. That intro is fucking as a banger. And I will forever scream that. And the outro is the Yashihime outro. The show is super okay. Super like... Really? It's cool. Yashihime? Yeah. That outro is clean. Okay. I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't expect that. That kind of threw me off. Yeah, I was mad. Yashihime? Yashi uh, okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> so I know this is probably going to be like mad decent to everybody because I feel like everyone, a lot of you are on the same page. Jujutsu Kaisen's opening, Eve, Kakai Kitan, I love that. Uh, and then also their 
ending. <laughs> I love that one as well. Uh, yeah. Ali, or what is it? Uh, Lost in Paradise by Ali uh, featuring Aklo. Both of those are just like great. I love the visuals for both of them. And I love yeah, the, the visual, songs. The visuals is, a, is 100% the, like the best visuals, period, this season. Yeah. But the, the water shit in the yeah. opening, I'm just like, yo, that's yeah. fire. And then like the whole like dance outro, low yep. key. That's your shit. I like it. Yeah. That speaks to you. It does. <laughs> that's true. All right. Um, I, I got to look up this Yashahime outro. Cause I'm like, I know I heard it, but I just can't think of it right now. Yeah, take a listen. It's pretty, it's pretty dope. Um, all right. Let's move on to this review. We're not gonna do any um spoiler uh discussions this episode because uh we got the review. But tune in next week to where we go back to our deep dives of shows we want to spoil, like Fire Force, uh, etc. And Jujutsu Kaisen for for fucking one, dude. Holy shit. I can't wait to see that. I'm sorry it's not gonna be in this episode, but trust next week episode is gonna be live because and if they live, five for five by then it's easy. gonna be a, a whole no problem. Yeah, come on. We, all right, I got it. let's go. All right, for those of you that don't know, Mike Check Waifu Waifu reviews a lot of anime. And the way we do our reviews are a little bit different than most's uh since we started it back in October of 2019. We break down the anime that we're reviewing in five different categories. The five different categories are pacing, plot, animation, sound design, characters. We rate each individual category using the 20-point scale. And the 20-point scale obviously means 1, 1.5, 2, 2.5, all the way up into 10. And then we break down each of our individual scores of those particular categories together and average that into one final mic check waifu waifu score. Uh, we haven't done one of these since. What was the last review we did? Was it Banana Fish? Uh, yeah, yeah, it was definitely Banana Fish because Panda did not like that review. Yeah, sorry, Panda. Um, and Scuba Steve. And Sine. Steve. Steve was like, it's okay. Mm-hmm. And Sine even said she understood. Yeah. I think Panda said she understood too, but you know. All right. <laughs> All right, so we start off with our overall general thoughts. This is probably my my def not even probably it's definitely my new favorite slice of life. Not even yeah, not even going to be a question about that. I, I know it's probably not going to be your not quite, but it's but high. It's, it's definitely like without even a second thought. Like this now, is now story wise, this is definitely the best slice of life. You think so? Story-wise, yeah, yeah. You think it was better than uh, Clannad? Story-wise, yes. Clannad's wow. impact to me is what makes me love Clannad so much. It's like it's what it did for me when it came to my anime viewing experience. You know what I mean? Yeah. But now, this, oddly enough, this story was great. Oddly enough, I kind of disagree with you on that because oh, okay. I think I think Clannad, in terms of how the divergence of its story went, yeah, like yeah. The story wasn't always like linear, right? Ooh, like true. it didn't always it didn't always have a linear story. But the no, the you're right. you're right. I was wrong. The the way that the stories played out were great. Now the story on this one to me was still by far amazing, yeah. in my opinion. Uh but uh 
what sold me on this was the characters more than anything. Yes. Like the characters in this series were 100% what sold me on this entire thing. You're right. Yeah. Um, let's go to Vash question. He says, what is your favorite moment and season of this particular series? My favorite moment. I'm going to start off. If you don't mind has to be when Hachiman expressed himself to the, uh, to the problem club on what he mm-hmm. felt about the whole situation and everything that he went through. I know I, I played the sound before. I played it well before Tell even started watching this show. <laughs> I played this clip of him like expressing his feelings with the dub voice actor, Adam Gibbs. Shout out to Adam Gibbs on Twitter. Nice and kind enough to respond to my, <clears throat> to my gracious thank you for his work uh, tweet. He killed it, man. He killed this scene. This scene was so impactful to me. The way he brought it, he brought that emotion that you just you don't see from a lot of dub actors in anime. So that scene is absolutely my favorite. And you know what? I'm gonna put it right here because I still got it. It's not true. If nobody says something, then how can you understand? Yeah, expecting people to understand without words is delusional. certainly something that I wanted all along. Not understanding each other, becoming good friends, being together, sharing together, or anything else like that. I don't need to be understood. I want to understand. To understand, to know. I want to know and have peace. I want to be at ease. Because the things that I don't know are freaking scary. Wanting to understand completely is a terribly self-righteous, tyrannical, arrogant desire. It's really disgraceful and nauseating. Holding that desire is so disgusting, I can't stand it. But if... If we can both share that desire, if we can burden each other with that ugly self-satisfaction, and if we can allow that relationship to exist, I know that that relationship is completely impossible. I know that that type of thing is not within my reach. And yet... And yet, I find... I... I really... want something genuine. My man. Yeah, yeah, he killed it. He killed it. Um, oh, and the favorite season is obviously going to be the last season, Climax. Yeah. Um, I have like kind of like two moments that really stuck with me for this series, um, season three being being one of the moments. But I feel like, so season three, the moment that really kind of stuck with me was when they were planning the prom and, you know, they're sitting there and she kind of falls asleep on him, hoping for that moment to continue. Oh, uh, bro. That shit hit home really hard. I was like, damn, bro. I faked falling asleep. I wish the movie would just never end. I pretended not to see it the entire time, but I had already noticed it. Doing stuff like this changes nothing, because the ending is already set in stone. But this was all I could do. I was happy just being together, just having time for the three of us. 
just having a place where we could stay as a group. So I decided to do what I could to make that happen. It was unfair, and an excuse, and a lie. I actually knew all of that. But please, just let this time continue on for a little while longer. I promise to let it end. I promise not to have any hopes that something will happen. I also promise to stop the tears that threaten to overflow at any instant. Please, give me just a little more time to cry in this place where no one is watching. Please turn the lie that I keep feeding myself into a reality. That is all I have. Please allow me, together with her, to bring this relationship to its proper end. But, please, don't let it end. But, um, the moment that really hit me was the very last episode of season two. Yes. Um, leading into season three, because it was like... Yes, yes. Yes, Lord. They, they knew that this is the moment where they kind of like said, fuck it, we have to admit it here. And they didn't say it to each other, but this is like each of them have their own inner monologue saying this is not going to work. Like we want it to, but this friendship can't be a friendship the way we want it to be with what our intentions and goals are. Or just so, just internal feelings that they just didn't even know that they were going to have. Yeah, they never they their feelings and everything were progressing, and they well, did not know how to go with it. Well, maybe that our moment. Own, what's her one girl name? Since Yui. Were, yeah, Yui. She always liked Hachima from from Jump. She just couldn't find ways to express it, and, and then Yukino. all of us. Yeah, and Yukino pops up, and they they go on that date. I believe it in the beginning or the middle of season two, or was that season one? I can't remember. Been a while season season two, they go on a date. Yeah, like to that amusement park. Yeah, and it's like, and that's that's that shit that hit in season three. And they was like, "Hold up, yep, you took my man out." Mm-hmm. <laughs> no, I'm just playing. But that shit was funny. It was wild. It was. Wild. It wasn't funny. It was hurtful, but it was funny at the same time. Like, damn, yeah. yeah. It's just it's so it was so fucking enjoyable to watch the growth of Hachiman and understand where he's coming from because of the way he handle situations that I would probably do the same thing. Like, I don't give a fuck about besides my immediate homies, you know, quote unquote, the ox squad. That's, hey. a, that's, a, that's an inside joke, but I don't, I, I didn't give a fuck about nobody, but those people. So I was going, I didn't care if, you know, my feelings got hurt or what, or attempted to get hurt, whatever the, the situation is. I didn't care about none of that stuff. As long as me and Miles was okay, I was good. And right. I, I kind of rocked with Hachiman with his mentality on it. Like, I'm not here to be popular. None of this stuff matters. I'm just here to help everybody else. And he got invested. He, got <laughs> he invested. definitely got invested. Trying to act like he wasn't. I mean, and let's be real. He didn't even act like he wasn't invested. Like, you know. Yeah. I mean, he tried to shrug it off at one point in season one. But it was the realization he was like, Nah. Nope. Yep. This is this is the shit, yep. <laughs> and I'm in it. <laughs> when did when did you realize he realized what was going on between the three of them? I think it was like halfway through season two, when like I kind of saw 
like I, I'm not even gonna say halfway through. It was it was probably like at the end of season yep. two with that major scene we'll where it was kind of like they just kind of started explaining it, and I was like, I knew it was happening. We did for but, sure, yeah. But it wasn't like they made the statement. But then it was like, wait, we know what's happening, but now the characters know. Yeah. They're like in there. Yes, sir. Um, you know, um. Especially because Yui, she's always on Hachiman's arm. Yep. And Yukino was always like distant, right? That's her that's her thing. She's distant. But like once her family got involved and stuff like that, I knew immediately this is gonna be a relationship issue. They were talking and um what's the word I'm looking for? They were just talking in metaphors the entire series of and not pointing out the fact that it's, it was a relationship thing the entire series. Mm-hmm. Like nobody said what it what it actually was, what the situation actually was, but they knew, we knew. Like that's what I loved about the writing of this show is the the writer didn't treat us like we were idiots. And they didn't just say, "Oh, I like you, you like me too" kind of shit. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It was just kind of the, the moment to moment realization of what was going on slowly and everybody around them starting to see how everything was coming together between the three of them, which again, supporting cast in the show. Phenomenal. Fucking phenomenal. I love the teacher. Like she was mm-hmm. fantastic. I love even the student council president. Uh, the, the, uh, what was the, it? You can know his mom. You can know's mom was fucking brilliant. She was a, a savage that I her enjoyed. Sister. Her sister Holy was, shit. Was so her sister was so aware, but you didn't think she was, and she definitely was. She was probably she, the most aware out of all. She was a demon level villain for sure. One hundred percent, one hundred percent, or or a demon level hero to be honest, because she's kind of the hero of this whole thing. Mm-hmm. She she set our boy Hachiman straight, like yo, you gotta you gotta figure this shit out, <laughs> you know, or this is gonna yeah, happen. Right. And she set him up, like you do it or you don't, and that's where it was, and he did it because of it. But generals in general, the show is fucking fantastic. We're gonna get to this review though. Let's get right to it, bro. Is that you? Is that you? Yeah. Don'ttalkshop.com. A brand that is anti-procrastination. A brand that we believe in. When it comes to following your dreams and goals, we believe that it's best that you don't talk about it. Be, be about, about it. it. Go to don'ttalkshop.com and press start. Browse the shop. And use that offer code waifu 15 to save 15% off your entire cart. Where the change you want to Starting with pacing, Oof, bro. <laughs> Fire pacing. I don't even think there was a moment that it didn't work out. Like I don't, I don't know. Everything had its purpose. It was moment to moment situations to where you like understood what was going on because essentially this show was about comedy season one. Then midway through season one, it became about uh, self respect. And then towards the end, uh, and, and towards the end and the middle of season two, it started to become, wait, is this a relationship dynamic? And then it just kind of flowed right into that in season three. And it was just perfect. It's a 10. So 
I kind of disagree with you okay. on like that season one stuff, right? Wait, what? Because that season one was like the setup season, right? Yes, yes, there was comedy and no, she was perfect. Blah blah blah, but that season one was the season I hated the most. Crazy, crazy. Once you I, when you look back on it, when you go back and look back on everything that how it played out, you can't tell me season one is not perfect. It's not. You, so first of all, you're not even going to be finished because I'm telling you, I'm trying to tell you, I'm going to give the whole thing a 10 for pacing because it, it is literally exactly what it needed for pacing. Like there was no moment in it that felt like the pacing was incorrect. Yeah, man. At all. At any point in the show, did it feel like the pacing was incorrect for the show? You may have um, thought that. I didn't think it. I, I guess I did. I, yeah. I was like, I can't stand this show to begin with. Yep. But like once I finished that first season, and then we got to like Yukino's dynamic and then season two started and we got to like the dynamic of the group and then season three started and we got to like figuring out how the dynamic of the group is going to come together at the end. Yeah, it's it's easy 10 like for pacing. Like See, easy. The, the benefit of me though is I had the benefit of going from literally season one right into season two. Like I didn't, I didn't take a break. Like I just get yeah. to, it's all documented. It's all somewhere in this fucking shit of, of episodes we've done. Of me watching season one and season two and just being blown the fuck break? away. Yeah, yeah. You took a break between season one. He was like, "Yeah, I took a break." Um, season one was it was okay. I don't I don't know if you know what I think about it's documented. I'm I'm gonna have to find the episode and figure it out when <laughs> you flip that switch. And I was like, "You gotta keep watching. You gotta keep watching. You gotta keep watching." And then you it was, it was episode like six or seven of season one that was like, "Yep, this is okay. This okay. is good." Okay, and then that, that sounds right. When season two hit, I was like, "Nah, this shit's." Probably my favorite slice of life. And then season yep. three, I was like, yep, yep, this is number one slice of life material right here. Fucking fire. Yeah, yeah. Shit's it's great. a 10, man. It's, this patience is a 10. <laughs> okay, I hear you. All right. Um, plot. Um, in terms of the plot, uh, here's the thing. Is that the whole, like, layout of the series, like, it wasn't straightforward from the beginning. It was kind of like, this is just high school students kind of, right? And we're introducing yeah. the characters. Like we talked about with the pacing, um, season two was like, here's what the characters go through in terms of problems and mm -hmm. here's them solving problems together, becoming a unit. And then season three is like, yo, this unit has an issue amongst themselves anyway, and they have to resolve it. Um, I have to give the plot like a, a solid 10 as well. I just yeah. really, really enjoyed the entire entire storyline. <sighs> yeah. Yep. That's that's my score. Oh, and sorry for this, y'all. We normally do this at the beginning, but I'll do this now. But so for the first category, pacing is obviously episode to episode, how strong the story development was. Plot is overall thoughts on the storytelling and writing, etc. I think the writing is brilliant in this show again from the moment it started to where it said you know this is hachiman this is who i am this is what i do this is why i do it and this is why i'm gonna stay like this to him doing that one assignment with that teacher and that one assignment mm -hmm. coming back up in season three the what second to last episode or last episode or something like that right and that was a fucking flashback of the growth of Hachiman. It was fucking perfect as far as the plot goes to me. Because again, like you said, started off as high school students, 
He started off like, yo, this is what I do. I'm a, if I'm going to be a part of this club that I had to forcefully join mm-hmm. by my teacher, I'm going to do it right. And the way I'm going to do it is if, even if I got to make sacrifices to myself, to my own reputation, to make sure everybody else is happy, I'm going to do that. And like, yeah. Like when they did that, uh, what was that, that play thing? Yep. And- and yep. he had to take all the brunt of the issue and yep. everybody was like, why did you do that? And he just said, you he know what, I'm a, I'll be the villain. Yep. He took <clears> it <throat> and that shit is special. That was just season one. Season two was almost the same thing, but started to kind of, you started to get uh, more as far as like confusion between our characters. They're like, what the fuck is going on? Like, I don't, why do I feel something for Hachiman? Uh, uh, Yukino and Yui, she she's always felt something for Hachiman. She just couldn't, you know, spit it out. Uh, and then same same deal with uh, uh, yeah, Yukino, and she was like confused about it or whatever. But that was great. And then season three was all of that coming full circle and wrapping up beautifully, which slice of life don't normally do. So, what you rate in plot? Uh, it's it's a it's a ten. It's a ten. <laughs> Like, <laughs> let me okay. put a cut in here real quick because I got to piss so bad. <laughs> yeah, man. Plot plot was uh, definitely a 10, though, for sure. For sure. Hell yeah. <laughs> now you leading us into animation. Animation, which is direction, scenery, art style, overall visual fidelity. Um, It, it was real pretty, man. I it's hard for me to find something bad to say about how the animation it was it wasn't anything too spectacular because it's not like it was a lot going like going on you know yeah so for that i can say it's kind of average but it still had scenery that was yeah moments that were just gorgeous and for that i have to give it a nine um because again it wasn't a lot to it but the scenery when it when it mattered, it was beautiful. Even when they were just like walking down the street, they had like beautiful animation art for whatever reason. They decided to to up the budget or something like that during season three, but they had a lot of moments where they would just show them walking and it would look spectacular. Even moments in like season two when they like went to the park and stuff like that, Yeah, the animation was like, it went from, hey, this is a decent, animated series to like this is above average definitely right. in terms of like the visual prowess i didn't i don't really feel like it ever was really choppy mm-hmm. um like some series may get but yeah i agree 100 because that's why i would give it a nine yeah animation. it was beautiful when it needed to be beautiful yes. the colors are always vibrant when they, when they were supposed to be vibrant camera um, work was wonderful too yeah um 100 uh so i i agree with that as well it was great on that side you lead us into sound design. All right. So as you know, sound design is overall uh, sound quality in terms of audio and like music, um, the voice acting, whatnot. Uh, so I watched it dubbed all the way from season one to season two. And then season three, I watched subbed because I didn't want to wait. Interesting. Interesting. Um, voice acting side I think it was fire so on both sides. <laughs> like there was not a single voice I hated in this series, yo. Yeah. And that is wild. Like normally I hate at least one voice. There's like one person in this whole series every time that's like, yo, take them out, bro. <laughs> there was not a single person in the series I, I hated. No, His sister, 
his sister didn't have a horrible voice. Yeah, yeah there was great. just no one who had a horrible voice. Um, so in terms of sound design, like the the music was was on point when it needed to be on point. Uh, I just I also don't think of anything that was just like out out like standing though. Either. Yes, yes, I agree. Um, so for sound design, and I kind of I kind of hate to say it, <laughs> but I give the sound design um, an eight on the sound design side. I feel it. No, I mean you are absolutely right. There was nothing spectacular about any of the intros, any of the outros, any of the sound like because it wasn't much to the sound of the show, but the voice acting, bro, the voice acting really set this shit apart when it came to the conversations that was being had to mm-hmm. fucking just Im- impactful moments that were supposed to be impactful uh side characters getting the love that main characters get in other anime like there were there were main yeah. characters from other anime that was in this anime as side characters and it was fucking done brilliantly absolutely Perfectly. brilliantly and i and Adam Gibbs became my new favorite dubbed voice actor because of it. Like, he <laughs> fucking killed this role as Hachiman. And I I, I got to say, I'm going to give it an 8.5 just because of the, the voice acting. All right, all right. And then uh, our final section is characters. I'll lead us into characters. So characters are obviously how much you like slash grew attached to the characters, sides or mains. And this is easy. So easy. Easy as fuck. The easiest 10 I've, I think I've ever <laughs> gave an entire show. <laughs> maybe oh, maybe besides God. story for Ash Lost in Space. That was probably the easiest 10 I gave. But this is the second easiest 10 I've ever gave. I also agree. Like yeah. I don't think I've ever so happily given a 10 to anything yeah. in this review in a review. Like I know I'll be handing out high scores way often than polo does way more often than polo does but nah this shit deserves every bit of that uh every bit of that easy it's easy it's easy to give these characters a 10 for everything we talked about earlier like they're perfect man they're perfect everybody grew with the way this show like plot is structured side characters grew thanks to the the club that they were in which is obviously the um what was it called what they call it but I mean, it depends because some of the side characters were in tennis um, clubs, student council, the problem solving club. The problem solving club. The way they set it up, the problem solving club gave side characters growth and you care for them. I love that shit. Absolutely loved it, man. It was phenomenal. Easiest 10 I've ever given in my life. For sure. Um, <laughs> Tells rounding up our scores right now to give the overall scores. Um, and while I do that, make sure y'all go check out don'ttalkshop.com. The Axis Collection is now live. The Axis Collection is fucking fantastic. It's a collection that I w- would want to have in my closet. And uh, y'all should definitely check that out because certain collections goes away. And when they go away, who knows when they're coming back. So make sure y'all check out don'ttalkshop.com. Kizam and patreon.com slash my check wife waifu. Actually, speaking of that, we just got a new patron, which uh, we did very interesting. I wasn't expecting that. Thanks, Jim John. Yeah, 
appreciate I just you, thought that too. He literally just popped up. He joined us at his, the Senpai tier. Jim John, thank you so much for supporting us, bro. We appreciate you. That means a lot. Um, All right. So, uh, Polo giving pacing a 10, plot a 10, animation a 9, sound design a 8.5, and characters a 10. That's some high scores, bro. I know. Uh, holy shit. Giving my team romantic comedy Snafu, uh, Snafu 2, and Snafu Climax a 9.5 out of 10. Me giving um, yes. pacing a 10, um, plot a 10, animation a 9, sound design an 8, and characters a 10. I put it at 9.4, um, which gives Mike Check Waifu Waifu an overall score for my team romantic comedy Snafu 2 and Climax a 9.45. Yo. Easy. Easy. For sure. For fucking sure. <laughs> it's like that wasn't that that's not hard to do. That's not hard to do. Let's also a, the, the rare polo gives something a higher grade than I did. <laughs> <laughs> Shout out to me. Um I cause slice of life is my shit, bro. It's just it's fire. It's it's just so good. All right. So let's take a look at our reviews here. So what do we give that one? A nine point four five. My T C series. I'm gonna, I'm gonna name it there. Nine point four five. All right. Here's the here's the reviews that we reviewed so far. The shows we reviewed so far. Excuse me. Um, we're gonna start from the bottom and work our way up. We have twenty reviews. Twenty one if you count Demon Lord Retry, but we don't. Mm-hmm. Uh, twenty ninety one days at a six point four. Banana Fish, number 19, 7.3. Number 18, Dr. Stone, 7.8. Number 17, My Hero Season 4, 7.9. 16, Gangster, 7.95. Number 15, Shivery of a Fell Knight, 7.95. Number 14, Bungo, Stray Dogs, 8.4. Number 13, Darwin's Game, 8.5. Number 12, Made in Abyss, featuring... Blanime Podcast, 8.5. Number 11, Steinsgate, 8.65. Number 10, Erased, 8.75. Number 9, B-Stars, 8.85. Number 8, Demon Slayer, 8.8. Number 7, Venom Saga, 9.25. Number 6, Grimgar, 9.3. Number 5, Promise Neverland, 9.3. Number 4, Fire Force, 9.35. My Team Romantic Comedy takes the third spot at 9.45, which I feel under my number one slice of life, Clinad, 9.8, and number one, Astra, Lost in Space, at a perfect 10. Easy. I am A-OK with this list. A-OK. I still think Erasure needs to be higher than B-Stars, but, you know, that's just me. <laughs> still. 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 Absolutely love this review scale. It's wonderful. Uh, I want to thank y'all so much for rocking with us. Till's going to end us off with a recap. So as y'all know, Mike Check Waifu Waifu just gave you a beautiful 9.45 on My Team Romantic Comedy uh, Snafu. Um, we were also on our break. I hope you really enjoyed that song. Also, like you said, Polo said, don't talk shop. Check them out. Um, then we also had some questions. 
obviously my favorite anime animal is Hamtaro Polos is Haru from uh, My Roommate is a Cat. <laughs> uh, we also talked about uh, Akudama Drive. Is it mid for low, low key kind of? Yeah, yeah, I, I, yeah, yeah. I kind of see it. Uh, our last crusade, low key might not be mid. That's that's actually a pretty good one so far. Might not be. Uh, I also started Higarashi. I don't really like many horror anime, but looking like it might be good. Um, <laughs> we also uh, had some more Twitter questions. We had a decent amount of Twitter questions. Yo, we love y'all for that. Thank uh, y'all. y'all know Cherry Limeade with the nerds in it. That's my drink. Polo just like the Cherry Limeade slushy. Um, but also we talked about for what 25 minutes Luffy in the big three and where Luffy sits in the big three why Polo made his decision why I made my decision and why we see that way also like whoever in the big three you might want yes, to that's your big three number one not ours uh, rock with who you want and if you call somebody takes back gift substance that's all that's it <laughs> oh man Oh, that's it. Oh, I'm at it. I'm at Polo Born Flower on all social media. And I'm at King Teliano on all social media. You can follow our social medias at Mike Check Waifu on Twitter and at Mike Check Waifu Waifu on Instagram. And as always, Mike Check. Is that you? 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 Ooh, I like that. <laughs> Is that it? Why not? You're now tuned into Mike Check Waifu Waifu.